Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about some comments that Gwyneth Paltrow made about her sex life with her ex-boyfriends, Brad Pitt and Ben Affleck, which I think are interesting, revealing, and a little gauche and uncouth. I, I just don't think... Look, let's be realist. When you're around your friends... Sure, you might talk about your exes, who was good in bed, who was not good in bed, what their predilections were and so forth. I mean, that's just part of like being a human is that a lot of people do that with close friends. But to, and of course, most of us are not world famous and can get on podcasts where we can talk about our sex life with equally world famous people. But I just think it's a little uncouth in general to bring these things up. I just don't think that it's appropriate at all. But either way, Paltrow brought up her sex life on a podcast. And I wanted to comment on this because I think it's it's pretty funny and it's pretty revealing. And she actually talks about who she thinks is a better actor between Affleck and Brad Pitt. And that's like another uncouth thing because there's like an unwritten code. I, I talked about this on the episode of Rachel McAdams, which hasn't come out yet. But Rachel McAdams admitted that she was offered the role in Devil Rose Prada, the, the role of Andy that Anne Hathaway got. And typically in Hollywood, people, actors, actresses, don't reveal those kind of things because it kind of undermines the person that was originally in the film. And they always have to say, oh, this person was meant to be in this film, da 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 And of course, you can always look these things up. You can always Google like who was originally given this role. Like some of you might know that Eric Stoltz was given the role of Marty McFly in Back to the Future, but eventually they cut him out. Spielberg was like, yeah, this, guy is, this guy's too method. So they brought in Michael J. Fox. But you can certainly look these things up. But McAdams is like, yeah, I was offered the role for that, and I, I declined it, which is kind of a dig on Hathaway. And so... When actors actually, and, and that's one thing when you decline a role, when you say straight out, this person is a better actor than this person, I don't think Paltrow would appreciate that if someone said, I don't know, another blonde, like Kate Hudson's a better actress than Paltrow. Paltrow may take exception to that. And one of the things that maybe you and I can relate to is when people are like, you know what? You remind me of this person. It could be a celebrity actor or whatever it is. And then you go look up that person. You're like, oh my God, that person is not attractive. Am I that unattractive? When I was younger, people thought I looked like Nick Cage. Now, of course, this is a podcast, so you can't see me. Over at the uh, Facebook Cinema Rag page, I I think I do have pictures of myself in May as well. But when I was younger, I I got called uh, Nick Cage. I think it's because I have droopy eyes, maybe, and because I had brown hair. And I've also been compared to Matt Schaub, the former quarterback of the Houston Texans, and Matthew Fox on Lost. I think that is quite complimentary. But either way, so let's get to what we're going to talk about here. So Paltrow, either way, Paltrow was on the Call Her Daddy podcast, and Call Her Daddy is a big podcast that's over at Spotify. And Alexander Cooper, who's the host of it, I mean, makes bank from this podcast. She estimately makes $450,000 per episode. 
per episode on this podcast, which is mostly sex-related, sex relationships. I don't ever watch or listen to this podcast because it's a little too much estrogen-laden for my taste. But she comes on this podcast. Cooper asks her, who's the who's the better kisser? She says they're both good kissers, Pitt and Affleck. Then she says, who's better in bed? Now, let's back it up. So I think I've mentioned before, and if you haven't listened to the two previous episodes we've done on Paltrow, one was An Emperor Has No Clothing, about how Paltrow really is not that talented. And the other one is on the, the, her ski trial that she had to endure, which eventually she won, and she got a dollar out of it, the symbolic dollar out of getting the, the winning verdict on that. But I mentioned in the Empress Has No Clothes episode how she was raised very conservatively by her parents, Bruce Paltrow, the producer, and Blythe Danner, and how it, it they didn't allow her to date until she was much older. But she dated Brad Pitt first. This is uh, mid-90s when they were both in the movie Seven together, where famously her head ends up in a box. Spoiler alert from that movie. And then afterwards, she dated Affleck in the late 90s on and off from 97 to 2000. Then eventually she was with Chris Martin, the, the lead singer of Coldplay, and she married him and had two children with him. And then they had their famous conscious uncoupling, that phrase that they use. It's, it's so paltrow in retrospect when she used that phrase. It's so no, new agey. And then eventually she married Brad Falchuk, who's another, I guess she likes the producers, the TV producers, very successful TV producer, and they've been married for a few years. So to me, when you are asked this question, who is a better lover, and you know that your two exes are exceedingly iconically world famous, I think that you need to practice the cardinal virtue of prudence. Now, she does try to practice, I guess in her way, prudence by saying, wow, that's really hard to say because Brad was sort of like major chemistry, love of your life, kind of hookup. And then Ben was like technically excellent. Okay, now I guess she's complimenting both, but on one level she's saying that that Ben was more uh, not the love of her life. Later on, and I think probably Affleck would agree with this, where she says that Affleck was not meant to be in a serious relationship. Like he wasn't in the right mind, mindset, brain space, so to speak, to be uh, in, a, in a relationship. And I think Affleck would be honest and say that she's quoted as saying on Howard's turn, quote, that Affleck was, quote, was not in a good place in his life to have a girlfriend. And I think he would agree to that because Affleck's been very open about his alcoholism and his kind of wild party days. And I don't, I don't think he'd be offended by that. What I do think he'd be offended on is what we're going to talk about in a second. So then later on, she so she compliments both. Later on, she says when they play the F of Miriam Killam game between the three men, which I think is interesting. She's smart in that she says she would remarry Chris Martin because, of course, she the best gifts out of him which is I don't know tons of money but she already had money but the children so she says that she would remarry him let's take a break you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio the oldest one we have is the Awakened Man which mostly deals with holistic health medical cover-ups ways to biohack your life to ensure longer longevity medical conspiracies and naturopathic stuff we also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 2017, 2016, I believe. 
We also have the female holistic health apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about a hundred episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. So she said she would remarry Martin. Okay, so then it's it's F or kill the other two. So what does she say on this one? Well, you can kind of guess when she said that Pitt was kind of love of my life kind of guy, then you can kind of guess that she's going to say what she's going to say. So she says, I can't believe my daughter Apple is listening to this. Well, first of all, I don't know why you would name your daughter Apple. But either way, Apple is like 20, so I think she can handle it. So she says, I would have sex with Pitt again. She says, quote, I think Brad. And then in terms of kill, she said, quote, Ben, yeah, God bless him. So close quote, so she would kill Ben. And then she also went on to say that even though Affleck made her laugh more, Pitt was more romantic partner. And the better actor. That is the part where, no, you shouldn't be saying stuff like that. You, it's one thing if you're going to be like, F a Miriam, kill him again. Everybody plays that game. I don't think Affleck would be offended that he would be the kill. If, he, if you have to pick one of those three, I don't think he'd be offended. He probably knew that. Brad Pitt was her first love because that was her first really real relationship. She was very young, so I don't think she'd be he'd be offended by the fact that he would that she would kill Affleck. But then when you go out and say Brad Pitt is a better actor than Ben Affleck, that is fighting words and that is insulting. Now look, maybe on one level Affleck knows that Pitt's a better actor, but this is something that I would love to discuss with May. Maybe we need to go back instead of doing Damon versus Affleck in the versus series that we did. Two months ago, maybe we need to pivot and do Pitt versus Affleck because I don't necessarily know and agree that Brad Pitt is a better actor. I would really have to ruminate on that. But she thinks that Pitt is a better actor than Affleck. And look, it's one thing like, you know how you feel about your kids? You always have favorites with your kids, but you never articulate that or like we talked about here, like it's pretty common for a couple of best friends to talk about their their exes and who was a better lover, who liked what. And all these 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 are sometimes things that you don't. They're ineffable, as we use the fa- fancy SAT word. Like uh, you don't express these things. And I think it's one thing if she wants to talk sex with with you know about their exes, her exes. But it's another thing to call shots about who's a better actor. You typically you never see that in Hollywood. You never see an ex just go straight out and say one is better than the other. And I wonder in retrospect, if, because that's that's kind of throwing shade on Affleck, if Paltrow and Affleck do not have a good relationship right now. I, I have seen pictures of Paltrow with Pitt. So given that that was her, her first love 
and other factors, I think that they probably have a good relationship. But maybe Paltrow does not have a good relationship with Affleck. And she's like, you know, screw Affleck. I don't care. And I'm just going to call him out and say he's not as good of an actor. Because, again, as I, as I mentioned, typically you just don't see celebrities calling out celebrities. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, like, I don't know how she would feel if Affleck was to be like, yeah, you know, Kate Hudson's a better actress than Gwyneth Paltrow. And, you know, I think they're both bad actresses. But I don't think she would appreciate that as well. But... This is a reminder, if you don't know a couple of things about dating, that yes, your exes, you're going to, look, look, you're going to talk about your exes, and yes, if you're, if you have an ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, I'm sure if they have friends, they've talked about you in bed and all these things. This is kind of just human nature and so forth. It's just refreshing and somewhat salacious to hear super celebrities talk about this. And, and, and lastly, with Chris Martin, if you don't know, Chris Martin... After the conscious uncoupling with Paltro, he went with the, what, 15 years much younger Dakota Johnson, who is an, a Sexy Saturday person that I've done here. So kudos to him for exchanging the old and getting the new. You know what? I'll post a poll over the cinema reg. Who do you think is a better actor between Brad Pitt and Ben Affleck? I'll also ask you who do you think is a better lover, but I guess you probably don't have that information. But I'll post that poll. Rate and review right now, the Cinema Rag. It just helps with the algorithm. And of course, there's a link for PayPal if you want to make a donation. And there's a link to the website, which hosts all the Eclectic of Gregorio feeds. But just listen to them on Apple and Spotify. It's much easier. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.